Hello and welcome. You are listening to Live and Love Eva Voce. My name is Adam. My name is Meg. And this week we are talking about quintuplets. Or at least that's the key word I've given Meg. Whether or not she decides to follow that to the letter, we will see. Anyway, shall we begin by talking about what we've been drinking? Yes. So, we last week have purchased... um, some really delicious wines from the General Wine Company mm-hmm. in Lippic. And they are this just wonderful, uh, I think pretty independent mm-hmm. off-license um, store that supplies yep. really unique um, yep. and delicious alcohol in the kind of south uh, coast yep. of England, right? And then we opened them up and left them outside in the heat wave. Oh, yeah. So they're now nice and ripe. Mm, nice mm. and yeah, more fermented. We sipped on our red one and it was like mm, balsamic vinegar. That's not the case. We no. treat our wine decently well. Not no. the best because we we're res- still young, right? We respect like, our wine, but whatever. not respect it too much. Exactly, exactly. Much like wine, we will presumably get better with age. <laughs> you can hope. We can hope, exactly. I mean, you're locked in with me now that you're dating. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So, um, should we do a bit of banter back and forth, or do you want to just jump right into it? Hmm banter let's see we are going to manchester soon soon yeah in fact probably technically on the day that you are listening to this we've recorded this a couple of days before so yeah, you know because you know hey listen hey listen let me let you in on a little secret okay like podcasters and people that create stuff for like you know public listening and public consumption and it's enjoyment, not live it's not live okay we're trying to have a life we're trying to get work done we're trying to enjoy each other um all the while creating this kind you're of saying it's so angrily like it's their fault that <laughs> we trying. chose to record a podcast i know exactly no i love you guys but like oof I mean, we don't know if we love you. We don't even know who's listening to us. So, That's true. All you know, the Italians. No one's reaching out on Twitter I know, Facebook. because they don't love us. So this is a futile endeavor. Now, hang on. Before okay, that's spiral. enough banter. Let's move <laughs> on to your talk. Before we spiral. Okay. Well, you know, the topic that you gave me last week was quintuplets, right? Uh, and Hold on. Should it be pronounced like that? I'm not, cause, okay, quintuplets, whatever. Because there's no one T in there, right? Quintuplets. Tuplets implies that there's two T's. Okay, quintuplets, whatever. I, I, I'm i stressing it weird, okay? Yeah, you are a little bit. Uh, okay, well, whatever. Let's not focus on That's that. That's our banter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me begin by introducing the title of my presentation, and then I will give some background information and then go into some case studies. Okay, ready? Jack Black style. Jack Black style. Okay, ready? The title of my presentation is called... I kid you not, the exploitation of multiple birth children. Oof, okay. This one might be a little dark. Okay, can I just say, you know... You didn't have fun with this one. No, 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 actually I had a lot of fun with this one because much like with how with pneumatics, you stuck... You kind of, like, gave a really rich background on pneumatics itself and then kind of did a little, like, game and, like, kind of went a little adjacent to that and had some fun with it. Because I think you were genuinely pretty interested in the concept of pneumatics yep. and, and the topic was pretty uh, pretty serious and stuff like that you, it made for a rather rich playing field yep. right I, I would say with quintuplets as well and that's because i'm a little addicted to reality tv and let's a just little. say let's just say 
reality TV exploits children. Period. And mm-hmm. I'm about to get into that mm-hmm. because some are we, of this are we going to get onto like Mary Kate and Ashley? Oh, I'm beginning with that, and we're going to some pretty crazy. Are we, places. Are we going to talk about the Weasley twins? We're the... we're not talking about twins. We're talking about we're talking about quintuplets and more. Five or more. Five or more. I do not want. I don't want your four or four or less. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so quintuplet, right? I mean, last week you kind of gave a little etymology, well, a really thorough etymology of you know pneumatics and hydraulics. I'm not going to be going into that kind of extent, but obviously quintuplets, right? Uh, triplet, quadruplet, quintuplet, you know, you get that kind of uh, root at the beginning signifying five. Yeah. And then uplet, I don't know what that means, probably sibling, something like that, whatever, or pair is like sure. grouping, right? So obviously it's a multiple birth situation. And that is the case where, you know, a person is pregnant with, you know, uh, two or three or four, mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. babies at the same time, and will give birth to two, three, four, five babies, you know, consecutive. Sure. Right at the same time, and that happens because basically you have a fertilized egg, right? Sure. A zygote, and that's when you know a sperm and an egg they come together when a mummy and a daddy love each other very much (laughs) and they get fertilized and you get this kind of you know initial like you know cell kind of organism right a zygote right sure and it's when that zygote either chooses to split a bunch of times and then those individual ones whatever the zygote is like i'm not happy being one person exactly they either I, produce, I have lots of identities and i need to let them out they either produce a single embryo or they split off into two or more embryos and then those turn into like separate children sure. and stuff like that right so you get a, a, a like a monozygote or you get like you know polyzygotes and stuff like that sure so you know you've heard of like fraternal twins and identical twins and stuff sure like that, yeah right? yeah of course did you know that fraternal twins and i actually didn't know this but they're actually the same like genetic composition or kind of like ratio as regular siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Because basically, fraternal twins are just two eggs like, and two sperm. Exactly, yeah. they're just two regular. It's um, just that they happened at the same time. That happen to just occupy the womb at the same time. Yeah, sure. Right, as opposed to identical twins, which is kind of the sure. more interesting phenomenon, where you know it's one sperm. And, and, like, kind of one initial, like, sure. egg cell that's continued, but right? you get a lot of fraternal twins in IVF because, yes, obviously, they fertilise multiple eggs with multiple exactly. sperm. And then they'll typically implant more than one egg, obviously, on the hopes that at least one of them is successful in, in growth. But, obviously, that's why I think... I think you'll find that, you know, twins are something like one in 64,000 or something. Well, let me... Except when they're done by IVF, when they go up to like one in five or yeah. one in six. Well, let me actually give you the numbers. So the probability without fertility treatments, this is for fraternal twins in the United sure. States. Um, and that's one in 60, which is... Okay, very... yeah. I actually wanted to say one in 64, yeah. but I didn't know. I don't know why I went for 60,000. I know, I was going to say, that's really, really high. Um, and then with fertility treatments, uh, fraternal twins in America, it can be as high as uh one in four yeah which is very high it's right very high, it yeah. means that like if you and your partner or whatever you're doing like an ivf process chances are you might end up with with yeah. twins or more right this is why this is why when i'm like oh i want to have ivf to like edit out all of my genetic like <laughs> oh my you know impurities oh you're like oh no i don't want twins <laughs> it's a lot of work isn't it okay anyways um 
what's interesting is that fraternal twins, right? So polyzygotic, um, you know, fetuses and stuff like that, that can be hereditary. So, you know, if people um, in the same kind of biologic line, uh, they can have a chance of having more, like, for, uh, a higher probability of fraternal twins and stuff like that. Interesting. Um, and actually, the older the person who is pregnant is, um, the more likely they could have fraternal twins. Shoddy body leads to more twins. <laughs> okay. With that uh, Daily Mail headline. <laughs> um, whereas identical twins, uh, minos monozygotic um, fetuses they're actually completely random right okay. so it means that anyone has a, a chance of getting so identical. so what you're saying is is that the older you get the more likely to get fraternal twins the previous fraternal twins in the family imply potentially more fraternal twins yeah maybe but if you um but monozygotic twins so identical twins okay. or identical twin tuplets siblings yeah almost completely random it's completely which random. does make a lot of sense if you think about it right because obviously there's a lot of reasons why for example you know the ovaries would dispense more than one egg exactly. to be fertilized yeah. in, a, in a single like yeah. cycle right and the chance of sperm reaching yeah. and obviously know, there's, like a, there's tubes and stuff there's yeah. a good chance obviously as well of like you know that being a hereditary condition you know obviously with you know, women's reproductive systems you see conditions like uh polycystic um ovary syndrome being Ovarian sort of syndrome, yeah. something that carries through hereditarily right hereditarily hereditary yeah, hereditariness yeah um, but yeah no so that makes sense okay makes carry sense. on Exactly. Um, and also, the more um, multiple births... Also, uh, also if uh, people who have multiple birth kind of cases are more likely in the same... As they continue to, you know, get pregnant or whatever, to have, you know, more multiple births. In the case of fraternal Exactly. Twins. In the case of fraternal. Exactly. Or, Identical is more or less completely random. Can you get fraternal, like, triplets or, yes, or quadruplets? Yeah, okay, can, so actually. it's more rare, but it is possible. Well, actually... It is more common to have fraternal uh, triplets, quadruplets, quintuplets. You know, the more and more you increase, right? Because you're basically releasing more and more eggs. The sure. chance of you having an identical triplet, quadruplet, quintuplet is literally like one sure. in a hundred thousand, one okay. in like six hundred thousand. Is very very interesting. Rare. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so it kind of makes sense that the more uh, kind of fetuses you're carrying at the same time, um, the less time they will stay like you know in the womb right the gestational time will usually be lower sure and also um it usually leads to more complications or like has the likelihood of leading to more complications in the person carrying the babies as well as the babies themselves understood yeah. okay and it kind of makes sense right because you're kind of dealing with more within the same space twins pretty common right um and I think what's really interesting is that uh, this is where I'm going to bring in my, you know, accompanying theme, right, is with the entertainment industry. There is this very, very long history of the entertainment his, uh, industry taking advantage or, or turning to twin children um, in television, movies, whatever. And, and do, you, do you know the reason for that? No, but it, it strikes me that... In narrative storytelling, twins and quintuplets and all of that, uh, twins, triplets, whatever, right, have a very interesting property to them in, in terms of, like, if you're writing a story, right? But I'm not talking about... I'm talking as in, like, in Full House, for instance, 
right? Sure. Michelle, who is like the youngest sibling. Oh, okay, easy then. It's one, right? But clearly, Michelle was played by yeah, two easy. It's because the kids obviously have like child protection laws about labor, right? Exactly. Yeah, sure. Exactly, and that's why if you can get twins or triplets, like identical twins and triplets, yeah, you can just swap them in and out, and I have them do different lines. And you know, yeah. if one of them's being bratty, you can exactly. fire them. Exactly. You bring in the next one, right? And so some of the more uh, most common uh, twins in in uh, kind of American television, right? Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, right? They were they kind of made their big break in commercials and then Full House, and then they had their own book series, movies, TV, sure. so on and so forth. Um, Dylan and Cole Sprouse, if you heard of them, I've I've vaguely heard of the Sprouses. Was yeah. one of them arrested for something? I don't think so. Oh, maybe I made that. Uh, but mind. like uh, Sweet Life and Zach and Cody, Sweet Life on Deck. Uh, but they were both playing, of them are in Friends. Both, but yeah, but also they were they were both on the show. Yeah, but in Friends, uh, they I think they both played Ross's son oh, from his initial marriage. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. So they kind of it was similar to the Olsen twins, right? Um, and then obviously Cole Sprouse is now in Riverdale, right? They they kind oh, of gone on. Oh wait, to hold on. Thing. Is he? Wait, which one is he in Riverdale? Uh, Jughead. Is he Jughead? Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay, I didn't yeah. realise that. His brother doesn't act anymore. His brother has, like, retired from acting. I, I kind of low-key love, love Jughead. Okay. I, I kind of have a crush on him. I'm not going to lie. Okay, and then Tia uh, and Tamara uh, uh, Maori from Sister Sister. Okay, if sure. If you heard it. I think they're more American, but whatever. Yeah. So they're also it's identical bit, it's twins. It's a bit too American for me. Exactly. Yeah. They're also identical twins, TV show. Um, kind of now they're, like, influencers, kind of content brand people, whatever, right? But that's how they kind of made their big break. Um, higher multiple births, right? The more children you have at the same time, the more rare that becomes, right? Course, and the more, yeah. like, sensational it becomes. Especially the more identical they are. We, we've right? all seen the, like, I had eight kids yeah, at I once also or whatever. Love, right? yeah, that was, like, the best whatever. example. And they're often really, really exploited. And the three slash four examples I'm about to give you are not only are these children exploited by their parents, not only are the families, the children and the parents and the extended families exploited by entertainment industries and corporations, but they're also exploited by the government, like governments and like states as well. Okay, okay? so I'm going to give you um, three to four different examples from the early 20th century, the mid 20th century, and then um, kind of the late 20th and then current. Right. Okay. Right. I'm going to talk about the Dion quintuplets. Okay. I'm going to talk about um, Edward Galland, David Kelman, and Robert Chaffron, also known as the three identical strangers. Okay. Gonna... I, no, I've already read yeah. this story. Yeah. I'm going to talk about um, John and Kate plus eight, so the Goslin sextuplets, uh, so six babies at once. And then okay. I'm going to talk about the current um, Busby quintuplets on the TLC reality TV show um, and their personal YouTube vlog channel, uh, Outdaughtered. Okay? Oh, no. So that's current. That's, like, very, very current. Um, and I'm going to talk about how um, the, the, there's exploitation, I think, on three different fronts from uh, the parents, so within the family, um, sure. onto the children, sure. uh, companies, so like a lot of entertainment industries, um, TLC, um, like MTV, you know, other... Um, sort you know, of reality businesses. networks. Exactly. And then, Bravo. Uh, yeah, and then, this, and then the government, like countries as well, actually uh, significantly profiting from these families. Sure. Um, and, and 
without a doubt ruining these people's lives. Five kids, five tax. Exactly. Well, okay. I'm going to begin with the um, Dion quintuplets. Uh, and they actually are not near and dear to my heart, but they are really interesting because um, they are Canadian. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. So they, the Dion quintuplets were born on May 28th, 1934. Um, okay. And they were born near Calendar, Ontario. So that's like central Ontario. Sure. And you've been to Ontario. I live in Ontario. You know that like southern Ontario is very densely populated and it always has been. Sure. And the more north you go, it kind of becomes... Uh, it thins out. <laughs> it thins out significantly to the point where they actually grew up on a farm that was like unregistered territory. Basically, oh, no damn. one else lived sure, there. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is what it is. So their names were um, Annette, Cecile, um, Emily, Yvonne, and um, Marie. So they sure. were like French-Canadian. Sure. Um, and they were actually the first known um, quintuplets to have survived infancy. Interesting. Yeah, okay. in the 1930s. So, you know, it's very, very recent. But you can kind of understand why. Because it becomes very difficult to sustain but that's, that's not to say that quintuplets didn't exist prior to them. Mm, it's just that no. that's the first recorded yeah. instance in what all his all of recorded history. history. Yeah, and also bear in mind, like for instance, these little babies were born like two pounds each, right? Because yeah, they of were course. so premature and, and stuff like that. So you know, anything, any time before the twentieth century, it kind of becomes more difficult to sustain premature yeah, lives, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, so. This family, I think they were a Roman Catholic, um, but they had five older children before they had the quintuplets. Oof. I know. And then they had a sixth child before the quintuplets who died of pneumonia. And actually, the quintuplets might have been sextuplets, but one of them um, missed, like possibly miscarried. Sure. Um, and then they had three children after the quintuplets. Oof. So anywhere between 13 to 14, maybe more children yeah. altogether, which is a lot of kids. Cheaper by the dozen. It's a lot of children. Okay. What's really interesting is that in terms of custody, these kids, the quintuplets themselves, were actually um, removed from their biological parents' um, kind of control and were given to first the Red Cross after the kids were four months old. Um, and the Red Cross and volunteers actually built them a separate hospital to keep them alive oh my lord isn't that wow. interesting that's crazy and then um in 1935 so when these babies were around like one year old or whatever um they actually the government passed the dion quintuplets guardianship act which made these children wards of the crown or like wards of the country until they turned 18 years old what? So basically made them wards of the state. They created a separate law yeah. for one set of kids. Yeah, exactly. That's the Primary legislation for one set of kids yeah. is insane. It's really strange. And the reason for that is because the Ontario government made a shit ton of money from How so? these girls. Okay, so they began... The girls. The, by the girls. Yeah, okay. they, so they're five... Um, I think they're five actually identical um, quintuplets, which okay. is crazy. So they began as incubator babies. Do you know what those are? These are these are kids that are in like 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 almost like heat lamp like not heat lamp literally but like like controlled environments yeah, that help them chicks. grow. Yeah. yeah. But not just that. Incubator babies mean that they were actually taken to like expos and they were actually put on display. 
Ooh. So from the time they were like four or five months old, they were put in these incubation So they were areas. like the CNE and stuff like that. Exactly, exactly. Okay. And the Chicago actually, so they would actually move them across the country and into the um, into United the US, States. Yeah. Yeah, to kind of just show them off and say like these are the first. Sure. You know, uh, qu- you know, quintuplet babies that have survived. Um, and then they had a separate hospital and nursery built for them called the Defoe Nursery, which the kids stayed at from 1934 to 1943, so sure. about nine years. So they had a playground that doubled as a public observation center. Ugh, so people like could, the Truman Show. Yeah, so people literally paid, and they had three visits a day where these huge crowds of people would come and just watch these kids play. Creepy. Which is weird. And the daycare actually had barbed wire fencing as well it was just i mean it's was just, that to keep them in or keep well, people exactly, out exactly right either way it's messed up and they had very heavily scheduled days so sure, basically sure. they had all their you know nannies and tutors um dietitians everything all appointed they had specific meals that they ate you know at specific times of the day they could only read certain things their guardians basically selected which children they had they were allowed to come in contact sure. with and more often than not up until they were 10 years old they only spent time with each other sure right um and they were constantly studied by sure. different like academic circles and stuff like that then once these kids got older they created a theme park called oh. Quintland, which drew in more than three million people from around wow. the world and actually um, made the Ontario government more than $50 million in the 1930s and 40s. That's a lot of money, That's then. a lot of money. Um, and at one point, Quintland actually surpassed Niagara Falls for the most visited tourist attraction in Canada. Really? Is that not That's crazy? insane. Yeah, it's actually really What's crazy. more recognizable, five kids yeah. or Niagara Falls? I know, it's Five crazy. kids. And... Um, what's really interesting is that the Quints actually reported that they didn't get any of the money or really know of the kind of money that was being earned sure. well into their late teens and like yeah. young adulthood. Sure. And the money that was given to their family. Because don't forget, they had like eight other siblings and like parents yeah. as well, right? Yeah. They didn't know about any of this. Um, what else? Okay. Understandably, the older they got, they started to lose popularity. Right, because it's really cute when you can dress up like five. Yeah, five identical girls are like six, seven, eight, even up to like eleven or twelve. It's yeah. The older they get, it kind of and obviously you know they start developing their own identities. Like yeah, they start sort of getting their own trends and their own identity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then people no longer became very interested in them. And of course, once they turned eighteen and they became adults, they were no longer wards of the state. Right. Sure. So they went back to live with their family. But apparently, all of their siblings really hated them. Their parents, yeah, to an extent, yeah. that's understandable, right? You you've been out of their lives since you were like five months old. Yeah, it's and then really you rock horrible. up at eighteen. I know. It's, like, it's, oh, go and live with your family now. You're eighteen. Exactly. And actually, their parents would constantly berate them for being like, "Oh, you're the reason why like our family never gets any like." you know sure. privacy and stuff like that and apparently their father also sexually abused them or was like allegedly sexual like a sexual Oof. abuser which is like really rough right, right. um and then after they turned 18 they actually um completely separated from their family from sure. their parents and sure. stuff like that and they ended up having like a pretty like tragic adulthood so Oof. one of them actually died at 20 
um, from seizures and stuff like that. Sure. And then another died at 35, um, also from like um, health related problems. Sure. And then one died in her 60s, and then there are two of them who are like 84 who are still alive today. Oh, wow. And I'm basically lobbying for multiple birth children to get like privacy and like any kind of like yeah. legal aid so that has parents that, has there ever been a public acknowledgement or apology from the canadian government yeah there actually has been and there's also been like a now a quint museum which i think is still like messed up but there's maybe also they get kind more of loyal- royalties and stuff like i don't know i mean surely they should just pay reparations yeah. but what's really interesting is they considered they considered their childhood to be like the most like wretched time of their life like yeah they could sure. it was like apparently hell like sure. that's how that's understandable, it is. understandable yeah anyways so this is i think probably the f- first and probably one of the most well-known examples of multiple birth children being like really exploited from like every kind of angle right and then you've heard of the identical strangers situation how much do you know about it because i watched a documentary today and it was like insane i read that so the bbc news does do these things called stories yeah um and sounds kind of stupid but they're basically longer articles sort of in the region of three thousand to five thousand words um and they basically detail like different stories so i I am familiar with their stories in quite a lot of detail but if you refresh my memory i'm going to be going oh yeah a lot okay so Basically, right, you have these three people, um, Edward Galland or Eddie Galland, um, David Kelman, and then Robert or Bobby Schaffron. And the three of them met when they were, um, I think, 19 years old. Basically, like, sure. they were, like, I think two of them were going to college um, and then met friends of the other sibling that were like... Sure you're literally this person and when they were like oh i was born on this date i was adopted from this agency they were like you need to meet this other person now because you you guys are twins like a hundred percent right and so you know two of the siblings met up and were like oh we are twins evidently and then it made you know news frontline kind of stuff and then the third triplet was like hang on a second like i look exactly like you guys yeah clearly there's three of us it was this really like joyous reunion and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but then it, the story became really, really dark because turns out the reason why these triplets, you know, were kind of separated more or less at birth, like kind of when they were before they were one years old and stuff like that, um, and didn't learn that they had siblings, didn't learn about their biological parents, was because they were part of this really big social experiment yeah on nature and nurture yes i saw this yeah they they basically were like oh well we'll get people that are genetically identical yeah split them up and chuck them into different socioeconomic backgrounds exactly and then see how they how they cope i know it's like crazy and it was this um one uh jewish adoption well, agency it could 19- almost be it could almost be something that uh, jordan peele wrote couldn't it it's crazy well also it's the fact that it was like a jewish adoption agency like 20 years after the holocaust yeah right like and and like when these families were all jewish learned about it they were like this is literally like because a lot of these families experienced the holocaust directly well, it's, right? it's one word it's u.s human experimentation yes, they were like we literally are lab rats. it is the this united is states experimenting on human beings yeah and and i don't know if you know this but actually 
another element of the experiment was revealed such that they were only placed in families with older adopted daughters like so they would have older adopted sisters and they were like oh shoot like all of us have like older sisters who were adopted meaning that like literally you know there were these scientists and psychiatrists that carefully funneled these children into these families and so but it was just did they ever crazy. explain any of the logic behind this so actually only a few years ago did these um Oh, and, and unfortunately, um, Eddie Allen actually um, died by suicide um, when he was actually quite young. I think he was middle aged when he when he committed suicide sure. from from like um, depression and you know just a number of sure. other other things. Sure. Um, but the two other siblings, um, only a couple of years ago, did they actually get access to these documents? And they learned that the experiment was never even like published. It was never even fulfilled. And so no it actual, was so redacted. no meaningful research yeah, no, came out. Exactly. Nothing went into no. a journal journal paper. This is what has completely decimated the American psychological industry's reputation. It's just crazy. And they weren't they weren't the only um, kind of long lost multiple like birth children. Sure, right? sure. Because there were also um, these two other siblings. I think. Esther and Paula or something like that these two other Jewish um uh twins identical twins that were like oh crap like we're also like you know related and stuff like that and they found each other after this you know the initial three brothers what like research institution or university was conducting these experiments I'm not quite sure because Um, like that's the kind of place that they should, regardless of you, if it's like an Ivy League school, yeah. they should shut it down. It's just crazy. They should it's shut it down. Crazy. It's absolutely yeah. scandalous and that not, anyone would conduct that kind of research. Not only were the adopted parents not um, notified that you know their their kids had other siblings who yeah. were in other households that they had no idea about, sure. but they also had to participate in these experiments that were they were told that like all of these adopted kids will go through these experiments or like just like interviews and stuff like that. Yeah, they they, they, of, they were told they were led to believe that you know yeah. this was standard protocol. Exactly, and then also m- most of these um, uh, kids, their biological parents had. Um, you know, a number of, like, mental disabilities and, like, illnesses and stuff like that. And the adopted parents also got no information on that as well. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, it's really sad. It's yeah. really, sure. really, really sure. sad. Right? And so, like, these siblings, right, they kind of do more digging into their biological parents and are like, your yeah. mother had, like, schizophrenia and, like, sure. this person had mag... And they had no so idea of any of So, it's people had no faculty yeah. over their ability to make decisions. It's really who had their kids taken off them at, like, birth in order to conduct experiments. And the reason why these kids ultimately were chosen was because they were identical multiple birth kids. Yeah. Right? Like, it's it's so sad. Sure. It's so, so sad. Um, Yeah, anyways. uh, Now I'm going to move on to um, TLC, which, which, you know, you must know about. Sure. Uh, If you, let's see, uh, say yes to the dress... Okay, oh, we're talking about um, the channel, not the band. No, TLC, the channel. Uh, what else? Toddlers and Tiaras, um, uh, counting on, you know, 19 children, 19 kids and counting and stuff like that, like the Dogger family. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, basically, exactly, whatever, gross. Okay, so the two uh, families that I want to talk about are the Goslings and then 
the Busbies. Sure. Okay. So John and Kate plus eight. This was like this 2000s kind of phenomenon. I've heard of this one. Yeah, go on. Where they had two older kids that were all, uh, that were conceived through like, you know, IVF or, you know, artificial insemination, stuff like that. Understood. And then they had three years later, six uh, sex tuplets, basically. Sure. Right. And then they kind of achieved celebrity kind of notoriety through this. Tabloid fame. Yeah, exactly. And then they had a reality TV show. Um, and through this show, because of those kids, there was a lot of like controversies raised about like child labor laws and like child actor laws specifically, because the kids were basically, um, people were like, oh, there's a lot of like product placement and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, did the kids only dress the way they did and play with the things they did because like companies were just paying into yeah, having them sure, act a certain sure. way where this was before like youtube advertisements was just you know your average phenomenon this was when when product placement wasn't, <laughs> had to be a little wasn't bit more. commonplace it was like spooky like orwellian sort exactly. of ideas exactly. still whereas nowadays you know we watch reality tv and it's like oh diet coke Mm, I fancy mm, Diet Coke. Exactly. Mm, Starbucks, mm, Mac, whatever, like Apple products, whatever. Yeah, Apple. Um, if you if you watch any NBC sitcom, you'll notice yes. that they all have Apple product placements in them. Yeah. And the more scandalous thing is is that NBC still refuses to comply with UK product placement laws that require the placement yes. of a P in the bottom right corner to indicate that product placement takes place in the show. Anyways. Um, Unfortunately, um, you know, John and Kate, they get they did get divorced. It was a very, very acrimonious divorce. Um, they now no longer speak to each other. They only contact each other through lawyers. Sure. Um, and the kids are also all divided up. Sounds like my up. parents. Okay. The kids are also all, like, divided up and stuff like that. It's, it's actually really unfortunate. I don't want to go too much into that because, like, ultimately the kids have chosen. Now, like, the two older kids are 20 and then the six kind of younger kids are 17 and sure. they have ultimately been like we we don't want any kind of like with either of the parents no no no, not even that it's like we don't want any kind of like tabloid following up like, sure we don't want any okay. kind of like social media presence like any kind of celebrity presence they just want to like live their own lives go to school do their own thing right sure yeah sure exactly so i think it's respectful to kind of just leave it at that and then outdaughtered which i'll spend just a little bit of time on um, I think they're this family from uh, Texas. Once again, right, a common theme, also IVF babies. Um, they had an older daughter um, from IVF as well, and then another venture turned into quintuplets. Whoa, okay. we're coming back to our main topic. Is that what we're going to call, is that what we're going cool, um, to cool, like, intercourse leading to kids is a venture? <sighs> I, I, I'm, I, I'm a venture monogamist. Oh, no. Okay, I've seen, like, clips from Outdaughters and stuff like that. The parents seem, like, pretty, pretty, like, nice and stuff like that. And the kids are, like, super cute. I'm sorry. Any parent that puts their kids on reality TV is at least low-key exploitative, if not full-on exploitative. Well, they actually recently ended their contract with TLC. So, like, they're finishing up. Because they're moving to Bravo. Okay. No, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a joke. Well, I mean, you're joking. But they have their own YouTube channel. Um, okay. And they do like daily vlogs and like family vlogs. Who and stuff needs like that. broadcast exactly. television? Who needs broadcast TV when you can get like a hundred percent of the profit? Exactly. Right? Yeah. 
anyways and and like and no overhead because you're literally filming on like a handheld camera the kiddos the little quints are now five years old they are still really really cute but i i don't feel comfortable ultimately like watching these kids right because like they will have their own lives their kids yeah now i want to kind of wrap up my presentation now that i've like reviewed these case studies um i think you know from the dion quintuplets into the busby quintuplets uh you know, YouTube has become kind of this uh, growing concern, especially with like family vlog sure. channels. I don't know if you've heard about like the Mika Stauffer incident that happened last year. No, I'm not. Where this um, family, they adopted a number of kids. And one of them was this little um, boy from China uh, who had um, like seizures and a number of other like, you know, like mental disability, like illnesses and stuff I like actually that. think I know it's going to keep going, yeah. Yeah, well, basically... They were just like, oh, ultimately, this kid, I won't say his name, like, they weren't compatible with our family, so we've decided to, like, rehome them. Yeah. Which did we is not, like, Did we hear something similar? Is this the same story? It might be the same story. Because I remember talking to you about it. I do like remember, happened. I do remember, I do remember us talking about this, like, the idea that, oh, we're just going to put them back up for adoption. Yeah. Which is absolutely brutal. It's like brutal. The shamelessness Especially of some of these, that's like how, with this child, right? Like a, a like a international adoption from China, and yeah. this child like not really being able to speak, um, clearly mm-hmm. being like having learning disabilities and other yeah. disabilities and stuff like that. Um, it was the way that they became from mild kind of celebrity to like major celebrity earning enough money to buy a new house to go on vacation yeah. so on and so forth and then immediately dumped yeah. him when it suited them exactly it's yeah, no, re- and it now becoming wretched. like newly like biological pregnant it's like, exploitative it's, it's exploitation it's disgusting okay. it's immoral and it's exploitation no 100 yeah 100 so with youtube you're getting a lot of these like kind of growing concerns with like family vlogging channels adoption channels and stuff like that um, and I think it's especially because you're dealing with like vulnerable um, demographics, right? You're dealing yep. with, you know, a lot of these multiple birth children, th- they start getting documented even sure. before they're born, right? When the person yeah. is pregnant, right? Um, and from the point they're born all the way until some of these kids are like into like their sure. late teens, young adulthood. They're essentially being exploited for, t- for entertainment. Exactly, yeah. right? So, you know, it makes you ask questions about, you know, consent, privacy, anonymity. Where is the money going, right? Like, are, are the parents getting the money? Are they getting the money? Is all the money going to these other, like, state or other, like, corporate entities oh. and stuff like that? Um, or, you know, is it just the kids that are being exploited? Or is it, like, the parents and the extended families that are being exploited as well? I, I think, ultimately, as a parent, you know, your first and only duty you know, as a parent is to your child, right? Yeah. So regardless of whether or not they're being exploited, they still have a duty of care to their child. You know, I, I don't think parents at any level can wash their hands and say, 100%. oh, well, I was exploited by the network too. I'm a victim too, right? Because it's like these kids are five. Your like ultimate, your job is still ultimately yeah. to shield them. Yeah. Your job is ultimately to still interrogate and go, is this what is best for them? I know. Right. And you get so many of these cases where, like, these kids are, like, four or five, are having, like, their names, their schools, their friends, their faces, what they're wearing, everything. Yeah. Like their that entire is, like, identity know, absorbed it's... by not only social media, yeah. but, you know, a 
vast following of social media. And I media, give right? you, I give you a hundred percent. These kids cannot consent to that. They do yeah. not have like any idea. Yeah, the kind exactly. Of, you, know, you know, parents can parents can say, "Oh, well, my kids are fine with it." All that. Yeah. But they are six or seven or eight or nine or ten, or even younger. even twelve or thirteen yeah, doesn't no, matter, right? They have no concept of the scale of the world in which their image yeah. and their identity and their personality and their entire makeup, right? Yeah. Who they are as a being, yeah. right, is being broadcast also, to. Also, the way and being represented being to. as a brand. It's, yeah. it's ultimately being used to earn 100%. not only their family's 100%. money, but also 100%. their agents' like, 100%. money. It's crazy. It is horrible. Yeah. It is horrible. And I, I just want to conclude by saying that, you know, multiple births, right, this kind of phenomenon, since, honestly, the beginning of, like, human civilization, right? Like, But since, like, early societies and stuff like that, they were always seen as 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 a phenomenon, right? Sure. And as either something really auspicious or something really foreboding, but usually auspicious. Well, you only have to look at like yeah. the the story of the founding of Rome, don't you? Yeah, the twins, right? The twins. And 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 they were always seen to have these kind of like greater abilities. Like twins were able to like understand each other better. Yeah. You know, triplets, quintuplets, whatever. They they had this kind of like natural connection that almost like, like a mythological yeah. like concept yeah. to them. You know, it, and I think that's built around their rarity, isn't it? Hundred percent. Right? Well, I just want to say that like clearly that that kind of belief as it's carried on and it's like manifested in these different ways. I think what makes it. I think what makes it like a lot more um, like von like problematic and just like concerning is when you now have these you know kind of interests uh, intersecting with corporate interests and like financial like pursuits sure. and ultimately like documenting these people's lives for millions possibly hundreds sure. like tens of millions of people who who you know like you don't know what they're up to and like these kids ultimately have no idea either sure. anyways that's my that's my talk love it i love it i i, I it's, a, it's a sad talk unfortunately it's kind of a sad talk right yeah. but i, don't I think know. i think it's unfortunate i think it, you know you know like you know kids have always been sort of exploited by the entertainment industry and all of this right you know like all, all of the safeguarding you know like yeah, you'll 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 hear like TLC and all of this whenever they whenever they have a controversy around that they always say oh our safeguarding procedures are industry leading all of this kind of stuff right but it doesn't speak to actually whether or not and and this is the punchline right and you need to think about this in not not relative terms but absolute terms is what is happening to this child or to these children good for them and healthy yeah. And the punchline ultimately is in a lot of these cases is no. Yeah, and you see what the Dion quintuplets, right? Mm. You know, three out of the five, mm. or two out of the five of them who are still alive are in their 80s. And yeah. ultimately, yeah. they can say it was awful. And, they, and ultimately, you know, they've received apologies and whatever. They haven't received reparations. Yeah. No one's gone, oh, you know what? You know those like millions of dollars that we made off your back for just existing? Yeah. We're going to pay you back. Even 80% of it. There you go. That's the rest of your life sorted, right? Yeah. You know, like it, it's cruel and it's uh, it's weird and it's unfortunate, all for being a genetic aberration. Yeah, ultimately. Yeah. Anyway, I am going to award you mm -hmm. a um, degree, mm -hmm. PhD, from Nottingham Trent University. Okay. 
um, in you know social media studies pertaining to familial relations. Okay. <laughs> and let me give you the next topic. Okay. Which I will. What are we on to? Q R. We must be on to R. Yes. R. The topic I'm going to give you is the word rabid. Rabid. Yeah. Like Raymond's raving rabbits. Yeah. R A B I D. Rabbit. So it's yeah. not even a noun, it's an adjective, arguably, right? Rabidity. Rabbit. Yeah, but but I think you'll find that it's in 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 that game it is a noun. Okay, well, whatever. Take it however you want. I will. Alright, so let us wrap up. So if you have enjoyed this episode, you wanna kinda learn about us more, you wanna check out our sister uh spin-off podcast, Love Island Lovey Vivoce, where we recap uh weekly the events of series seven of Live Island UK. Um you can check that podcast out at Love Island Lovey Vivoce. You can check this one out um on basically any podcast streaming service yeah right? we're, we're pretty much we're pretty much everywhere where good podcasts are you know spotify apple podcast google, google podcast like you know, our main you, one is transistor amazon but, yeah. well, well transistor is just a provider uh, but no we're we're, we're, we're everywhere that yeah, you want to be right spotify, so you whatever. know just just ask your smart speaker you know hey play play live in la viva voce or play love island la viva voce um, have a good time. If it doesn't work, you know, just be like, play uh, Live in La Viva Voce by Adam Green and Meg Zhang. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check our, out our social media services, we have Twitter at Live in Viva, L-I-V-I-N-V-I-V-A. We have our Facebook, um, Live in La Viva Voce. We will post, you know, regular updates, what we're drinking, reaching out to you guys. Um, just feel free to join. You know, yeah. we'd really appreciate it. And drop us any messages, any thoughts, yeah. feedback, you want to get involved, you subscribe, know. Subscribe, like, anything. Subscribe, whatever, yeah. Yep. Anyway, until next time, I've been Adam. I've been Meg. Bye-bye. Good night, bye.